Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, I'm going to talk about how to convince your partner to go to couples counseling. I've already talked about this. I already have a podcast about it, but it seems like some people really do not understand kind of what you're trying to accomplish still, so I want to go back into uh, more depth about it, and um, likely, since I do not have the time to listen to that podcast, you'll get all new info. Because I literally have no idea what I said there. Um, But I'm sure it was brilliant. So anyway, before we get to that, please do subscribe because in the most recent subscriber episode, I talked about something wonderful, which, let me see if I can remember, is when you defer working on the relationship until you got time and then you never have time and like because you adopt a puppy or something like that and a lot of guys say that their wives do this like they won't have sex they won't go to date night they won't do whatever until they have time and then however they never ever have time so anyway let's get into the couples counseling one so let me just shoot down a couple of the common um, misconceptions or, or basically the ways that your partner will try to wiggle out of couples counseling I'll just tell you what to say to those because um I mean, that's easier. You just, just do what I say. <laughs> uh, so the first one is that your partner says you don't have time. Now, couples counseling used to be, you know, you schlepped there, you got your car, her car, you both got to leave work, otherwise you got to get a sitter. I mean, just a couple years ago, really, um, it was a whole thing to go to couples counseling. So that's when these people really, these people that don't want to go to counseling, and I'll get to why they don't in a second, but um, that's when they were really in their heyday. Nowadays, though, there's virtual. My entire group practice is virtual. There are 45-minute sessions. People go every week or every other week. If you cannot spare literally to the time to click into a different window on your computer, not having to leave work, although many people work from home, literally you could run out to your car if you have a job where you don't work from home and do it for for 45 minutes on Zoom. If you don't have the time to do that, I don't know what to tell you. Everybody's got the time to do that. I mean, like if somebody came up to you at your work and wanted to chat for 45 minutes and it was somebody that you needed to have some political capital with, you would have to do that. So honestly, like everybody's got time to do 45 minutes every other week. I don't care if you are like the president, you know, if it's important to somebody, they can make 45 minutes every other week. And that's, you know, pretty much as direct as you should be to your spouse. You'd be like, um, this is 45 minutes every other week. Um, you know, of course, we would expedite it to go every every week. Every week's a hell of a lot better, but every other week um, for budget reasons or because you, quote, don't have the time, then uh, it's like 22 and a half minutes a week, unless I'm 
bad at worse at math than I thought. Either way, it's in the 20s. <laughs> and if you don't have 20 minutes a week to work on your marriage, then, I mean, you're really not going to have time to get divorced because that involves a hell of a lot of mediation and discussions and documents and asset dividing and talking to the kids and what have you. So that shit is a much bigger time commitment. And you can you can say that outright, you know? The next one is that, okay, and this one ties into why you're going to have to do this shit in the first place and jump through these flaming hoops. What sort of people don't want to go to couples counseling? Two kinds of people. People that are just done with the relationship, as I discussed in a prior podcast, the literally the subscriber one I just told you about. Um, if people are not into the relationship anymore and that's why they never have time for intimacy, then they're also not going to have time for couples counseling. They are not into the relationship anymore. They are waiting you out until you you know, the kids are out of the house or until you just start living parallel lives and get with the program because they don't want to get divorced, but they don't want to be in anything resembling a real marriage. So in those cases, the people don't want to go to couples counseling because it's some bullshit. Like it's like it's it's like going to like a weekly class on like dog care when I don't actually want to buy a dog. Like, un- unfortunately, in this situation, in the analogy, I would already have a dog that I don't want. So what do I need to go take a class to, you know, train my dog that I don't want? You know, so they don't want to do it because they don't give a shit. And that is a tough pill to swallow. But the quicker you swallow it, the better you are uh, positioned to make clear and objective decisions about whether you want to remain in the marriage, right? The other, well, there's two more reasons. Um, The other reason people may not want to go is because they don't want to be called out. So like if, if your wife hasn't had sex with you in like a year, I think she knows, you know, that that may um, be considered to be an issue. If your husband has anger issues, may be considered to be a big issue with the couples counselor. If there's a drinking problem, that's going to be considered an issue. If one of y'all is yelling at the kids constantly or fighting in front of the kids, both of you, that's going to be an issue. People don't want to look clearly at their bad behavior. You know, at at behavior that they think that they perceive would be considered, quote, bad by a therapist and or uh, behavior that they're deeply ashamed of, irrespective of what the therapist said. So they may know. You know, like a woman may know that like, if let, let's say that the husband says she yells at the kids all the time. She may know intellectually that the therapist is going to be affirming and say, oh, you know, it sounds like you're really struggling. Maybe you need individual counseling. Here are some ways that we can work on things. Not judging her, but she doesn't want to think that she's doing it. She doesn't want to hear it out loud. She feels that she would um, feel so bad you know, hearing it, that it would just make the whole situation worse. There's something called experiential avoidance that is correlated real highly with all the disorders, depression, anxiety, uh, PTSD, etc. Experiential avoidance means fear of emotions and in specific negative emotions. So the, the fear of the shame and guilt that your partner thinks they would feel when they heard you uh, directly talk about their situation to a therapist, that seems to be intolerable. They are scared of that negative feeling. They are scared that couples counseling would make them feel worse because it would induce negative states of mood, you know, and they're terrified of that. And you will recognize this description in your partner if it's accurate. They just hate negative mood. Their whole life is about avoidance. They never want to go too deep. They constantly escape into their phone, food, drink, exercise, work, whatever. Their whole life is about never feeling bad and never looking at themselves directly at any aspect of their character, personality, or behavior that could make them feel, quote, bad. So that's a pretty big reason that people want to avoid counseling. In this case, what you would say 
I mean, they're, they're not going to say it like that. They're going to say, I don't want to go. It's just going to make things worse. Or they may slightly allude to, well, I already know what they're going to say anyways. They're going to just say I'm a piece of shit. So why do I have to go? You know, and um, in this case, what you would say is, I really want to work on the marriage. It's like a non-starter for me, for you to just say we can't, you know, we can find a therapist that is somebody that you like, we can find the gender that you want, but we're going to go. So it's going to be tough for both of us to talk openly about how bad things have become, but we got to do it for the sake of the kids. Oh, always use the kids. Don't be scared to use the kids as a guilt tripper because the kids are an actual motivator. So, I mean, like that can get through to somebody and everybody should be working on their marriage for the sake of the kids. So, I mean, use it. You got it. You had them. So use them, you know? I mean, for once they could provide some utility, right? Um, and, And this is a really good motivator for people. So the same woman that will not work on the relationship just for herself will, if she understands the template that her kids are seeing for relationships is toxic, then she may feel newly motivated to work on it. You know, because women are are super, um, you know, motivated by their kids and many men are as well. So you can use that for your husband too. If he says no, you can say, what are we teaching the kids? Our relationship is teaching them how to be unhappy in relationships. Do our kids deserve that? They don't. You know, I want to work on it. This isn't going to be me against you. It's not going to be the therapist against you. That's not even how therapy goes. You know, I mean, it's going to be about both of us. And if it's not about both of us, if it turns into like, you know, six months of you being berated or even three or even one session, then we'll get out and try somebody else. But what we're not going to do is just keep burying our head in the sand. So if you could state that directly, you know, you, you're really going to get some, some momentum going likely because it's really hard to say no to that, you know. Confident momentum, as I've discussed in other uh, posts, is, is really necessary to get things moving in your relationship. And that's couples counseling and that's date night and that's sex. Confident momentum is hard for people to resist. So if you just are like, we are definitely going and he, it's not going to go badly. It's going to go well. If it doesn't, we'll find somewhere else and we'll keep trying until it does. And, and that confident momentum can carry your reluctant partner, your scared partner along with you. Now, there's one other reason people don't want to go to couples counseling and I I hesitate to say this because anytime I mention infidelity people go down tremendous rabbit holes forgetting that 87% of women never cheat Um, and 20% of men cheat 13% of women cheat on average so there's really low rates among um, women in particular but really both in America and um, but it, it is something that if people are cheating, they don't want to go to couples counseling because they feel even worse um, about themselves. They feel a thousand times more fake. And also it's a waste. They are either deciding whether to stay with you or have already decided they're not. So then what are they going to go for? You know, it seems false. It seems crazy. It just seems like a waste of everybody's time. And they're not going to say that. But that could be a reason. So uh, you wouldn't know that, though. You would just think that they're one of the first two categories of people. You know, either they're scared to go because they don't want to get called out or they're just totally detached from the relationships. They don't want to go. If they are totally detached from the relationship and they're basically just like, what's the point? I don't want to waste my time with that. We're fine. Then again, you got to say a version of what I said already. You know, we're not fine. I'm not fine. We have to go. I can start even going myself, you know, but I thought that maybe you would want to work on the relationship, too. Now, that's something you can always say. And many times people get very, very curious about what the couple sessions entail when only their partner is attending. 
So, you know, and this is particularly uh, valid if you have, if you make changes in ways that they value from going to therapy. So like if I'm just working with a guy in couples counseling and I'm like, okay, what's the problem? She hasn't had sex with you in six months. Okay. Uh, what are her problems with you? Well, uh, she says I'm an asshole. She says that I say snarky, nasty remarks. Well, do you? Let me hear what some of those texts are. Ho, whoa. Yes, you do. You know, you can be a dick. I understand that's because in your mind you feel betrayed and you feel so uh, angry and resentful. However, she's got a point, right? So in the next week, what are you going to do instead? How are you going to talk to your wife? And we're game planning it. So he comes out of the session acting like a rock star for a week. Man, she's going to be curious. She's going to be curious about what's happening. Anybody would be. And or even if she's not curious, you're going to build up some goodwill from positive change from therapy. She is then going to have a positive uh, association between therapy and good, you know, good things happen. So then she may want to get in on it because most people don't want to live a miserable life. Even if they feel too scared to change, if change falls into their lap, they may run with it. And that would be what you would be doing there. So you can always start couples counseling on your own and then eventually they join you. You know, that's something that a lot of people do. Um, and then, of course, there's the money. So some people are like, we can't afford that. Well, not only are there many people who accept insurance, um, people say, well, you can't get in with somebody who accepts insurance. Yeah, obviously, because they have like seven zillion people who want to get in at a discount rate. But um, e either way, you can wait, you can call, you can do assiduous, you know, leg work to find somebody who accepts insurance. Or you could say, I mean, this is like fairly obvious, <laughs> like look what else we spend money on. There is probably nobody listening that never wastes money. You know, that's, that's just a, a human thing. And so uh, philosophically, would we want to spend on eating out twice a week or ordering in twice a week? Or would we want to put that budget toward couples counseling? Like I had a good meme, at least I thought that it was a good meme because uh, I did it. Um, <laughs> and I said, how much would you pay to give your kids, it was what may better spoken than this, I'm just summarizing, but how much would you pay to enroll your kids in a course on how to have a healthy adult relationship? Um, you just found your couples counseling budget. But um, ching, isn't that good? That's pretty punchy, right? So what I meant by that is people will say that they don't have money to work on their marriage and then they will enroll their kids in all manner of, of uh, exorbitant, you know, activities when in reality, the number one thing that you could do to help your child in later life is model a healthy marriage for them. Uh, seriously. I mean, you know, as somebody who grew up not seeing a healthy marriage, I certainly wish that the dance class budget had been funneled into that, you know, because I don't do tap dance anymore, but I'm married, you know, and so it would have been a hell of a lot more useful to know, you know, even remotely how to engage productively with another person within a romantic relationship, you know, and your kids may well feel the same in 30 years from now. So definitely if there is any disposable income that is going to things that um, are less important, so many things besides food and shelter are less important than a healthy, safe, calm, uh, emotionally regulated home, then take that money and put it into couples counseling, you know? I mean, a, a family vacation makes you feel good for maybe the three days afterwards and not so if mom and dad were fighting during it. 
then those turn into horrible nightmare experiences. Whereas if you actually see mom and dad happy, looking at each other, smiling, holding hands in the car, hugging, kissing, this shit is what stays with you and helps you be a person that can function within intimate relationships as an adult. Okay, so, uh, and you can feel, feel free to use that whole, uh, whole oration to your spouse. So anyway, what did we cover today? Uh, we covered that your spouse may not want couples counseling for a wide variety of reasons. However, if you are assertive and you talk with confident momentum and you focus on the children, which is particularly for women a huge motivator for change, for positive change, then you really may get some more traction than you think. And any bullshit about time and money can totally be rethought in different sorts of ways, you know, because whatever you're spending time and money on right now is unlikely to be as uh, beneficial as working on the key relationship of your life and the only marriage that your kids see. On a deep level, yeah, I know you got friends, whatever, people get, you know, they have other, they have other templates, they don't really have other templates, you know, not, not like ones that they see all the time. So people, I I just, uh, my previous, previous subscriber episode was you're replicating your parents' marriage without even knowing it, and man, if that sounds like a horror show and something you would not wish on your worst enemy, never mind the child that you love, then get your asses into couples counseling etc. All right, so hope you enjoyed this and hope it was at least moderately useful for some of you. Please do subscribe. Also follow me on TikTok. I have lots of little videos, Facebook, Reel, send me stars. There are like so many ways to expand (laughs) on social media nowadays. It is like insane. But I will talk to you all soon. Have a great day, guys.